everybody and welcome back to Going Off Track. This is episode 10. We're in double digits. How does it feel? I can't believe it. Where's the time gone? That means 10 weeks of chatting with my best friend. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> our child is turning double digits so we should throw oh a birthday party or We something. should throw a cake for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a super exciting guest in the studio today, as you might have seen from our Instagram. I don't know if you guessed who she is. Um, she's strong. She's powerful. She lifts. She's Welsh. She's tiny. <laughs> she's a pocket rocket. <laughs> she is our housemate and Commonwealth powerlifter, Becca Morgan. Woo! Hi, Becca. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right, thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Excited to be on the pod? It's a wonderful morning to be on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Becca had our final exam of exam season yesterday, so we are feeling... Like celebration is feeling like new girls today. And um, what better way to celebrate than by uh, recording an episode of Going Off Track? Am I right? Couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> Becca was so done with life after her exam yesterday. She said she looked at the questions and was like, "Nah, I can't be bothered." <laughs> like, leave me alone. It's like, why is it a month? Why like why are exams a month long? Please explain yeah, that it's to just me. way too long. Like you just give up after. Because by one. the end of the month, I'm like. I've got better things to be doing, to be honest. Yeah. I clocked out about two weeks ago. Yeah. It's like you revised so hard for the first one, and then, like, the last one's just neglected, honestly. Mine just got gradually worse as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a... Sorry to the to our physiology module leader. I hope you just get too traumatised to mark Please don't deduct marks for us. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even be able to read mine, because I, like, scribbled all over the paper. But anyway, um, we are going to be talking to Becca today about her forays into the powerlifting world, which is really exciting. Um, and other bits about yeah her. what it's like to be welsh what it's like to be our best friend <laughs> you know one time i asked if she celebrates christmas in wales <laughs> it's just another world honestly. do you celebrate christmas in wales absolutely <laughs> that's always good um oh yeah a happy international day on that note um let's kick us off happy international zebra day and hug an economist day happy international backwards day from me uh Go walk backwards or something. Or maybe put this podcast in reverse. It's good for the knees walking backwards. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Becca, do you have an international day for us? I do. It's International Eat Your Brussels Sprouts Day. Oh. So go eat your green, guys. Do you like Brussels sprouts, Becca? No. Oh, well, practice what you preach. <laughs> I'll go buy a bag after this. Yeah. <laughs> Just eat one Brussels sprout. Um, right. Should we get into questions? Let's kick off. Yay. So, Becca... Let's just start off with you. You are our housemate and we know a lot about you. You're my day Maybe one. too much sometimes. I uh, know. This, <laughs> this is my fourth year knowing Becca. Yeah. I was in Block 21 with her. Rutherford. So way back. Rutherford. You do, actually. In the COVID year 2020, lots of flat parties, lots of running away from security. It was actually... Lots of babysitting lads. Baby- <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> I'd like to see a tally chart of who's babysat who more. I reckon it would be bang on either. Yeah. <laughs> um... Because, like, coincidentally, me and Ads knew each other before uni, as mm-hmm. podcast listeners know. And then Becca just happened to live with Ads, and she was on my course. Yeah. And so we all just, like, came together. And came trio. to Kaylee for flat parties. And we had a lookout for the security. We would pretend to tap cards so it looked like we lived in the building so the security wouldn't rugby tackle us. Because if MI5 COVID. are looking for some new recruits, I think, you know, <laughs> yeah. we knew the system, honestly. So true. Like, by the end of the year, they'd hacked it. And as many ham flat parties as there were, there was also just nights where it was just the three of us 
yeah. getting drunk and dancing. Trust. I may or <laughs> they may were not. They the best parties. Yeah, they actually were. Three-man party. Trust. I jumped out the window to get out of security one time. <laughs> Becca and Hannah got <laughs> a £75 pound fine. Fined and banned from campus for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Being banned from campus hey. is the weirdest experience. Your car just doesn't work anywhere. Not that anything was open anyway. <laughs> hey, it's dog eat dog out here. I was going to save my bum. <laughs> Ads left us to fend for ourselves. Good to know, Ads. <laughs> True friendship. <laughs> you know. Okay, so question one, Becca Morgan. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your degree, your hobbies, stuff like that. Um, so I'm a third year human biology student with Hannah. Um, and I spend most of my time at the gym uh, powerlifting. Cool. Um, so for those of the, like, we, we know what powerlifting is, but I actually only know what powerlifting is because I know you. I would have no idea otherwise. So for a lot of the listeners, you probably don't know what powerlifting is. Could you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, so powerlifting has three disciplines. You've got your squat, your bench press, and your deadlifts. And you compete in all three lifts. Oh, you can do bench-only comps. Mm -hmm. And, well, funnily enough, I just competed at the weekend, so we'll probably get more into that (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a couple of minutes. But you complete three attempts for each lift Mm -hmm. to hopefully get your highest numbers across the board. And then you win based off the combination of all three lifts yeah so Mm -hmm. they add together all the lift scores so So you have like a weaker lift theoretically Mm -hmm. you could be like squatting 200 kg and benching like five and you might still win yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. but there's also like weight categories as well so i guess it's relative yeah it's all relative to body weight yeah it's very fair awesome so you're, you're kind of relatively new to the sport. I kind of, you know, you tried out in first year, if I'm yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, how did you get into it? What what kind of made you think you wanted to get into it? Well, from, from being a child, really, I tried every single sport. I think I've done the whole lot. Mm-hmm. Gymnastics, dance, did netball. You? Yeah, like, I played... No way! Yeah, I've done it all. Yeah. I've tried sick. everything. Never really found my sport, you know. Um, in school, I was like on every team. Mm-hmm. I would just sign myself up for anything. And then when I was about 16, CrossFit caught my eye. Oh. And I was always down to play something new. I just quit netball. And like, I was going to my little hometown gym with my mum. And I was like, oh, I want to try something new. Yeah. And then my dad saw an advertisement on Facebook for... It was like a, a weekend trial period where they go and teach you all the things about CrossFit. So he's like, do you want to go? Like, I'll sign you up. So you sign me up and you drop me off. And I went on my own, little 16-year-old me, went to this CrossFit gym that I knew no one, like, never been to before, loved it, fell in love, bought a membership that week, and then I did CrossFit for two years whilst doing my A-levels. So a lot that's more like, you do your squats and your deadlifts, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of more like weightlifting, so I was into my clean and jerks and my snatches. Oh my gosh, I did not So I was going to enter a weightlifting competition, but then COVID hit, so I didn't, and then... I got into Loughborough, I was like, and because of COVID, they weren't doing trials for weightlifting. Mm -hmm. You had to send videos in, but I wasn't confident enough, so I didn't. And I saw powerlifting trials were in person, and they were like, I was like, okay, my squat on my deadlift at the time, you know, I thought it wasn't too bad. I don't really know anything about the sport. It wasn't that big at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, what have I got to lose? I'll trial. So I got selected to go back to trials, and miraculously got picked for the team i think there was about maybe 10 other girls on the team at the time like the team was so small 
we trained off campus. Like we weren't even allowed. Oh my in goodness! Power I remember this. Really? I remember this. I had to train like the other side of Loughborough. Oh when we have gosh. a gym yeah, on like, our doorstep. <laughs> you had like car shares and stuff. Yeah, I had to walk to people's houses people to get the people in Powerbase were elite athletes. Yeah, I it was about, so bad. Because Becca used to come with us to the rugby <laughs> pitch and Becca used to <gasps> lug. It's such a core memory. She used this. to oh lug her kettlebell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bag. I used to fill my rucksack with dumbbells. You just <laughs> unlocked a memory. <laughs> and I was like, that in itself is training. Like I'd walk to the rugby pitch with a rucksack full of weights and be like, okay, session over. But... <laughs> Well, I remember carrying one of them, to be fair. And I was struggling so bad, like, many breaks on the way. You're just oh. trying to look like it's not bothering you. <laughs> Severe <laughs> spinal disfigurement. Yeah. We did well. But yeah, Can't that trust. was really cool. But yeah, um, so just trying something new, I guess. And cool. I'm still here almost four years later. Yeah. You That's found so your love because your your parents are quite sporty as well, aren't they? Like you said, your yeah, they're pretty was active. The yeah, and your dad like my parents would outrun me any day of the week. <laughs> so do you think that helped with you getting into the sport as well? I think so. I think and with sport in general, because you said like as I didn't know, I didn't realize how much sport you did as a child. Like, oh, I did so everything. Cool. I was so active. And yeah. do you think like their attitude towards sport helped you into that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think. You need, you almost need some sort of somebody to push you through that com- un- well comfort zone. As yeah. in, going to cross it probably when I was sixteen was probably quite scary. Terrifying. It was something I wanted to do, but I almost needed somebody to push me through the doors yeah. initially and to like back you. Yeah, hundred like, percent. We'll be there when you come out. Like however. Oh I yeah, yeah. Like my <laughs> parents were my comp at the weekend. You know, Aww, they've been to other sweet. comps. So, yeah. um, so what kind of level are you at now? From being obviously not complete beginner when you tried out but you know relatively beginner um what are your current pbs and what have been some of your proudest moments in your powerlifting career so far so my current pbs for the squat is 120 kilos <sighs> wow that is hardcore um <laughs> <laughs> my bench is 70 kilos and my deadlift is 150 kilos guys can i just say i benched the bar the other day <laughs> and struggled and then ads was like hey why don't you put some fives on the end so that's what like 30 kilos and i couldn't lift it off my chest so the fact that <laughs> you can stuck in the bench middle of power base. <laughs> 70 kilos is absolutely mental to me that's really cool thanks sam um what yeah what are you like what some proudest moments aside from pbs and things that you've had throughout your powerlifting journey. I think the main one would be getting selected to represent Wales in the Commonwealth yeah. in New Zealand in 2022, I believe. Yeah, that is... So in the middle of placement year, that, that was exciting. Makes perfect sense. Please, yeah. can, can I say something quickly? Yes. Um, <laughs> 15 things weighing about 150 kilos. <laughs> Number one, a panda. Number two, a piano. Three, a sumo wrestler. Four, a car engine without the transmission. Five, a blacksmith swage. Six, a single bed with a headboard. Seven, cast iron bathtub. Eight, a female red deer. Nine, a deep freezer. Ten, a female stroked dolphin. 11, a drum of oil. 12, an RV propane generator with half a full tank. 13, two beer kegs. 14, a baby African male. Elephant, 15, a side-by-side refrigerator. (laughs) Guys, if I open a zoo, I'm going to get Becca to be my animal manoeuvrer. Because you lift a panda and and an elephant. Oh my God, an injured panda on the side of the road. I'm calling you up. (laughs) You're basically a vet. So multifaceted as well, because beer kegs and a deep freezer, apparently. 
guys, if you're looking for a removal person, you know where to come. <laughs> Job Moving prospects out. after this, the sales. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually love that for removals. Crazy. Yeah, because actually, I watch you. I watch your competition on the weekend, and you're lifting like incredibly heavy weights, and I'm like, I can never do that. But you make it look so easy. But There's a little sp- bit of me that's like, maybe it's not that hard. The but technique is spot on. You. When like adds perspectivizes it like that, that's actually wild. <laughs> I mean, I did get a little bit of a telling off for my clean technique last week, but it's for the better because now I'm a better athlete for it. Well, I wouldn't be able to sprint as fast as you guys. I could say I could do that, but we all have no our way. fortes, you know. Like Absolutely. between the three of us, I reckon we are the ultimate athlete. Yeah, but like, if you combined us, we're like gladiators in our respective events. Absolutely. Respective. Yeah, probably you guys more than me, but hey, you can pole vault over the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were discussing what we would do if someone broke into the house, and I was like, I would like triple jump over them. <laughs> Toby would whack them in the head with a hockey stick. Becca would get my barbell. <laughs> we said you'd bench them. I'd sword them with my barbell, yeah. and I'd run towards them with a pole. <laughs> they were scared. Hop over them and run out. Like you would be. Okay. So, yeah. Becca, you are an international powerlifter representing Wales at the Commonwealth Games last year. What was that experience like? The selection process, you know, team relationships. Did you get on with people with the team and overall performance? So a bit of a hefty question there, but tell so, us about New Zealand. Again, really the, the application process was just one of those things of, well, I've got nothing to lose. So mm-hmm. why not? It was a you nominated yourself situation yeah so you fill out a form um i thought i've really got nothing to lose mm. you know yeah i may as well so i filled in the form and then waited probably about four six four to six weeks i think it was quite a long wait and i remember it was right in the middle of my exams mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like around may june time of second year yeah and i remember i'm pretty sure i had like an exam the next day or something mm-hmm. like, i was yeah. revising i just checked my emails and then I saw it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to say. And I remember just sitting there all night, like not being able to revise because yeah. I was yeah, so excited. Yeah. That's so I'm funny. pretty sure like I ran into Ads' room or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because she was across screaming. the corridor. Yeah, yeah, I was revising as well. That really lifted me up. Oh, hence the pump. You Sorry. probably, that's because the four to six weeks, you probably forgot that you applied. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> and then when you found out, like that's that's got to be... An yeah. incredible And then I remember FaceTiming my parents to tell my parents and then Aww. the rest of my family and they were all very excited. Yeah. But yeah, I remember just being so excited. It's cool that it's a, like an application pro- like process where you nominate yourself because I feel like that takes that takes balls and guts but also shows that you're like really dedicated and committed. So I think that's quite a cool way of doing it. I didn't realise that some selection processes would be like that. Yeah, so I guess... It's, it's almost I don't know if I prefer it or not if it's better because you've got less pressure on you mm. I guess like I said I had nothing to lose yeah so cool you know no one would have known if I was never selected yeah definitely you've just got to go for it sometimes Absolutely. and it paid yeah. off and 100%. what an experience that you can take off the bucket list and you know 100%. tell many generations absolutely so you got selected and then in was it December of 2022 November yeah, November into December. So the, mm. the end of November, beginning of December is when we went to New Zealand. Yeah, you jetted off across the world, <laughs> all on your ones. Um, how was that? Was that quite scary? It was. I almost think back, I think about it quite often. And it just feels like 
a dream almost. <laughs> um, I yeah. do think to myself often like, well, I really did that, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with the flights. Yeah, you've got to. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I hate flying, right? Yeah, I'm not not a fan. Yeah. I'll yeah, do yeah, it yeah. obviously because I want to go on holidays. But <laughs> I always think, how did I survive this flight? Yeah, yeah. But you've just got to in the moment. You it's- just have to. Like, as soon as you step on that first mm. flight, you can't walk off. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're on there for those 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're on another one. <laughs> yeah, you're not flying flight. to Tenerife with a nice warm sun and sunbed waiting no, for you. Exactly. Like, you're flying across the world with layovers, like you say. Yeah. But you're also going there to compete. So it's a bit of a, like, you're it doing it for 100%. a reason. Like, yeah. I'd maybe spoken to a couple of people over Instagram, like, before mm-hmm. going. But I'd never met these people. Didn't really know them as such. Like, basically yeah. met them at the airport. But you're almost all in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've got to think that. Everyone wants to make connections and build a support system. 100%. Too. Yeah. It's like coming to uni in first yeah. year, when you're all as scared as each other and you all want friends as badly as each other. So actually, yeah. yeah it ends up I'm sure there might have been a little bit of imposter syndrome there as well. Like, yeah. you know, thinking, I think, do I deserve to be here? But I think those situations make good for like good memories and good situations. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If you didn't come to uni and put yourself in that place in the first place then yeah you wouldn't be where yeah. you are now well that's what i've this. noticed with you becca you're a very get up and go person and you've like you've kind of made opportunities for yourself yeah so. i think yeah i don't, don't see the point in not no going and <laughs> yeah. trying yeah. absolutely life's all about experiences yeah and like you said all the way back when you started crossfit you just needed someone to maybe push you through the door and then once you have a few experiences like that and you realize all you get out of that is good things and new experiences and adventures so with New Zealand I'm sure that was kind 100%. of the same yeah. thing I think that goes for a lot of things now still like I'm I'm I was eager to put my name down for things try new things mm. yeah mm-hmm. um and also when you're actually at the Commonwealth Games how was the competition competing were you more nervous than you normally are for comps I think so I as a whole, going to New Zealand was such a good experience mm. and I wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. But also, it wasn't all positives, I think. Yeah. I was on placement at the time and that for itself was rough. Um, <laughs> just, it's different working full time and li- living alone and things like that. It was hard to manage. And then at the same time, I was very much injured. Mm. So I think that played a massive role in my experience, yeah. that I didn't really get to showcase what I really could do mm-hmm. on the stage because yeah. of an injury. So that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. But I will hands down say, regardless of how I lifted and how my injury felt, it was the most fun I've had in competition. That's I think so good. Yeah. just the excitement of what the event was yeah. was so exciting that yeah. I just had. I literally remember coming off the platform for the final time and saying to one of the coaches. This is the most fun I've had on the platform. Like, I don't care about the numbers. Yeah, what happened? Absolutely, like, that's the best mindset that was to have. It's fantastic. So much fun. Yeah, and you had an like after incredible. party as well, didn't you? Yeah, we did. So I actually competed on the first day. Yeah. So it was. We had the opening ceremony on the Sunday, which was in itself was so cool. It was such a good experience, and then there was seven days of seven days of lifting, I believe. Mm-hmm. So from Monday to the next Sunday. So I was, I went for quite a few days back and forth watching because yeah. I built good friendship with other people on the team. So then I wanted to go back and watch them, and there'd be a group of us in the like in the crowd supporting and things. So they were good, they were good days. And then yeah, we had the closing ceremony on the Sunday, and that was 
and experience wow, it yeah, I can imagine. We got to watch the live hacker. It was oh. incredible. Oh, that is my insane. Gosh. It was so much fun. Because yeah, because when we were watching the the rugby on TV, like towards the like, end of last year, we we'd get the hacker on, and it's like yeah. on TV. It's like a it's just an incredible thing to watch. So to see it in person must have been crazy. It was so cool. And where we went in New Zealand was very like the Maori culture there was really big. So mm-hmm. we got. The opening ceremony was all to do with their culture and things like yeah. that. And as well as the closing ceremony. Yeah. Wow. So watching the hacker was so cool. That is awesome. That's really and cool. And then every country had to sing um, a karaoke song <laughs> <laughs> for the end of the night. Was yours Sweet Caroline? No. Oh. That was... Surely it was a Tom Jones team, Sweet Caroline, I think, was Team England. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. So. No, ours was... I was just a random. Um, it's a song by Blink. Whatever. Blink one eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> that is so right. It was so but we had a list to choose from, right? And it was not the most modern of lists. Yeah, like, yeah. It was a bit You had to improvise. The choice, yeah, wasn't broad. <laughs> but it was no, it was good fun regardless. And then flew home a couple of days later, back to snow. Because obviously in New Zealand it was summer. Oh my god. It was like shorts oh, yeah. and t shirt weather. Extremes. And then I come home a couple of days later. I walked to work in the snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's a real reality check, it, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you said about how, you know, you had a great time and you wouldn't change the experience, but it wasn't all perfect. Like, no, I 100% think that's not. a good message generally for sport and competing. Like, make the most of every opportunity and look for the positives in all opportunities because you're not going to get a PB every time, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really good message especially when traveling to the other side of the world you know you're jet lag yeah. <laughs> yeah the airplane food wasn't the best acclimatizing absolutely <laughs> yeah to the from the snow to <laughs> yeah. the boiling hot um and also you had a competition at the weekend which i watched um on live stream and thought it was so cool to actually watch you in action um I did want to know one thing, right? You have headphones on before you walk out onto the platform. Yeah. And then you have someone behind you, like, lift them off your head <laughs> as you walk out, and it looks really cool. What do you listen to in your headphones before you walk out? Going off track. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's never a pre-planned thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost what feels right on the day, and that sounds so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Do you ever just click with a song? For sure. Yeah, like, I'll go to the gym someday. I train with my headphones on, and some days mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm. These, some songs that I love to listen to just don't yeah. hit the same on that no, day, I get so you. you've got to change it up. On the weekend, I was listening to a bit of Hybrid Minds. Yeah, nice. classic. Like, Hi- li- liquid DMB. Yeah, they're always <laughs> a go-to. But I never feel the need for, like, a massive hype. Some people have, like... Music yeah. blaring, like yeah, scream yeah. in that their ear. Everyone can hear yeah. it. Was I will happily listen to like Taylor Swift and be like, yeah, buzzing yeah. To well, I'm sure stage. that links Absolutely. with the inverted you arousal kind of thing. Like, if you're feeling like not as you know hyped up, then you'll need something a bit more hyped. But if yeah. you're feeling a, the adrenaline's too much, maybe you want a bit of that like calmer songs. Yeah. So it's kind of relative, I guess. That's yeah. really cool. Love hybrid that's, binds. Yeah, that's 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 all I wanted to know when I was watching. I was like, I wonder what she's got in her. But if you watched me before bench, I didn't wear my headphones because oh. i don't need as much hype for bench yeah because i guess you just lie there to and me. like like you said ads like sometimes you you don't want to overhype yourself and 100%. completely like for sure lose control yeah. and focus <laughs> cool as Amazing. you remember seeing hybrid minds in <gasps> nottingham or at detonate yeah yeah <laughs> God, do i remember goodness me what a day oh wow uh, um all right. 
Okay, over to you, baby. Doesn't it was such a good day. But Becca got heat stroke. <laughs> literally thought I was, I was gonna die. To go to that and then I didn't for some reason. Sometimes. You were the original oh, yeah. person going. I swear. It's because we sold our tickets. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't think we were gonna go. <laughs> Becca did get heat stroke. So yeah. Maybe Robbie was like, was a, like a dream. <laughs> Robbie was so drunk and was like, "My hybrid minds are on," but he missed them. They were oh. so warm in the tent. Yeah. It was. Like bodies <laughs> and it's like the end of summer, right? So it's like yeah. peak September heat. Mm-hmm. Cool, <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> Becca Morgan, what are your goals moving forward into this year and in the future? What do you want to achieve? Do you have any short-term goals, long-term? Um. Well, I think the biggest goal for all of us for this year is to graduate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so nah, not for me. True. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all ready to close Adam this me chapter. Over it, we're going to be professional podcasters. <laughs> I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Like the degree is degreeing me at the moment. <laughs> Get that degree, go, go. I know. I do think it's been probably the best chapter of my life. I was thinking For about sure. this the other day. Yeah. I think. Like you said, it's not all smooth sailing. You get your ups and downs, but mm-hmm. when you look for the positives in things, it's for sure. We're such different people to the ads I met on day one oh, when I had to introduce myself. And I, yeah, with your mask. <laughs> we actually spent yesterday evening sat on the sofa just looking back at Reminiscing. Like, old yeah. videos of us and we were like, God, like how things change. Yeah, our frontal lobe is definitely developing. <laughs> <laughs> now we still got three years to get ads. Oh, Lord, 25. Good Lord, can you imagine? Can you imagine how all-knowing we're going to be when we're 25. Well, I can't imagine you having no more impulsive decisions. Like, <laughs> they make you excited. That's not going to change. <laughs> Sometimes I think about it, I'm like, I must make sure that I remain impulsive and weird. And then I'm like, now I'm thinking about it too much. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, do you also have any powerlifting goals? Um, anything that you want to specifically achieve in powerlifting this year? Or just keep ticking over? So we got bucks at the end of April. Um, so hopefully hit some more PBs and bucks. Yeah, baby. The dream would be to position up bucks to get a yeah. medal, but you know, that's something a, to work towards. That's a really, it's, really good goal. To it's work not towards. an unrealistic dream, yeah. I think, but it will take a lot of hard work and time. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I can I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like especially when you're injured, it's so hard. To enjoy your sport. I remember going to the gym and feeling worse after the gym. And that is like gut-wrenching when it's the one thing that you probably get the most happiness from. Mm. And then you go there and you feel worse afterwards. It's like... It's heartbroken. It is. Because you haven't got that one thing that usually picks you up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's causing the pain. And it's such a mental battle then to keep going through it. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did. But I also just want to step back and enjoy the sport yeah what um what was your injury never got like a full diagnosis but it was something to do with the plates in the bottom of my spine oh so yeah it was pretty bad (laughs) that Mm -hmm. sounds quite bad but so you're over it now pretty much you know i still get a niggle and things like that but i wouldn't say i was injured at all no touch wood Mm -hmm. that's Lovely injury success stories. Yeah. Yay, we love them. That's Ad's favourite favorite subject. <laughs> yeah, identity crisis. <laughs> but I also want to just, 
I just enjoy sports in general. Mm-hmm. I want almost when I'm training for a comp, I'm in such a strict routine of training. Like every Monday session is the same. You know, my weeks look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas I want a bit of freedom. I, I I'd call it. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to dabble in a bit of you know my bodybuilding. I'll dabble in a bit of CrossFit like I did over summer. You've taken mm-hmm. up running. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't quite <laughs> say I've taken up running. That might be a stretch. I've done about three runs since being at uni. I'm gonna be in my time every time. Run. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go this Saturday. <laughs> Yay! And get another PB, hopefully. <laughs> if I run at Hannah's pace, absolutely. But I might need CPR at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm first aid trained. Oh, so I can perfect. Do that <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's cool. That's a uh, nice nice sentiment to hear that um and kind of to round off the powerlifting questions um i've read some stuff about powerlifting that you know it's traditionally such a male dominated sport um and you know it's like seen as really masculine to be strong and like not necessarily very feminine to like be a powerlifter have you ever struggled being uh like female in such a male dominated world or have you not found that? I wouldn't say no. I feel like every male I've come across in the sport has just been so nice. I feel like everyone in the sport is so nice. I was having this chat with my coach on the weekend who was there at my comp. And we just said how much of a wholesome sport it is. Like, everyone supports everyone. It doesn't matter what you weigh, what you lift, what your gender is. Like... Everyone's so supportive. Like, you guys saw the 70-year-old woman lifting. And, Mm -hmm. like, the whole crowd was just behind her and wanted her to do well. She was incredible. It was... It's such an inclusive sport. Mm. Like, they've got um, the Special Olympics version of of powerlifting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's such an inclusive sport. It's for everyone. So, I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but Percy never had any issues with... It being a male dominant sport. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a growing sport that actually there's some strong badass women out there. Like, you would not believe it. Yeah. If I was to show you the top, you'd think. No, I. Like, they'd outlift some of the Loughborough boys. Like, I can well believe it as well. It's incredible. But even if you're going for those top positions, you still don't want your opponent to do bad. You might want them to miss a lift if that means you're winning, but you mm-hmm. don't want them to do bad, or you don't want them to like. Yeah, yeah. everyone helps Every, you. Literally, everyone supports. Everyone, everyone helps you raise the bar together. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna get that tattoo. My next tattoo is gonna be that across <laughs> my forearm. Raise the bar. Did you like that? That was actually gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for bringing a commonwealth of experiences, Becca. You're very welcome. <laughs> Hopefully, I can bring some more. <laughs> Um, oh, that might want be one to add. That could be. That is another goal this year. The Commonwealths happen again. again this year. It's every two years in powerlifting. I don't know why, but I'm not going to complain. Do you know where it is? Yeah, South Africa. Oh, yeah. How exciting Stop would that it. be? No, I've already planned it in my head. I don't even know if I'm going, but it's already planned in my head. Like I would just go compete and then go on the safari. <laughs> safari, yeah, I yeah, yeah, do. yeah. And you I can lift care. up elephants and zebras. So like and pandas oh. if they do pandas <laughs> in Africa. Oh my god, they're just desperate to put they... a little pale ginger person in boiling hot country. <laughs> Sorry, rewind. If they do pandas in South Africa, like make them in a factory, <laughs> Bruh. I don't know if they they're not native. Africa. I'm not gonna comment. No. 
I mean, maybe if you see me and I wipe my mascara off, you might find one. <laughs> yeah, take, take I'll be picking ads up in the house later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can we do that? Can we get Becca to bench us ads? Yeah, <laughs> deadlift maybe. <laughs> That would be so fun. If I fell right. on your face, I'd never forgive you. Jawbreaker. We'll, uh, we'll put right. proof on the Instagram if that happens. <laughs> we did a push-up competition. Yeah, back I'd like to say... You were I so good. How I don't know why I was so surprised. Win? I think I did almost 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was some, it wasn't Sorry. far off. Yeah, I mean, the boys don't count. Like, Owen no. did like 100 or something, didn't he? But yeah, that's but just stupid. That was just ego pushing. <laughs> He didn't even go all the way to the floor. Jokes, so. love you. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you. Um, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, Becky, what advice do you have for people to start lifting? I know your mum actually started, didn't you? Yeah. So for my mum's birthday, I, she wanted me to take her to the gym to do a strength and conditioning session. So that's what we did at eight o'clock on her birthday in the summer. I can't even. No, the wholesomeness, <laughs> a tear to my eye. <laughs> a tear to my eye. That's actually so sweet. God, it doesn't take a lot. No, I, I honestly, no one cares. And I know it's easier said than done. But mm. if you go to the gym, no one else cares what you're doing. Yeah. Mm. The people in the gym are usually there for themselves with their own goals, with their own thoughts on their minds like what they want to achieve and why they're personally at the gym Mm -hmm. so they haven't got time to think oh what's that person doing or to judge you like Mm -hmm. everyone has to start somewhere everyone's journeys start at different stages at different points in their life yeah so it's no one cares yeah do you know when i see people doing and sometimes you can tell if people are new to the gym right Mm -hmm. it makes my heart so warm i'm like oh my god that makes me so happy that they're trying. That's all you mm-hmm. have to do is just try. Yeah. It's, you know, you don't have to go in and instantly load 100 on the bar and try and start lifting it. Yeah. It takes time. But with time, you see more reward. Mm. That's inspirational. And very true. <laughs> very true. And also, like you said, people will go to the gym and lift for so many more reasons than just to get strong. 100%. Like, obviously, there's so much research now into like the mental benefits of exercise. Hannah's been revising for her oh, exam yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Hannah, tell us how exercise helps. <laughs> Anti-inflammatory insulin resistance. That's literally what my exam says. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, you can go to the gym just for an escape, like escapism, to have some alone time, to, you know, just clear your head a bit. So you don't have to, like you say, you don't have to be there lifting 100 to be like welcome in the gym. Just and being there is an achievement in mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all for encouraging people to get to the gym. I think it's such a wholesome thing it is a nice environment have you seen the girl on tiktok who goes to the gym and she will wear like her pajamas or like moon boots and she'll just wear random things to prove that no one actually cares what you're doing at the gym yeah i rate that no i don't think i've seen that she's so cool cool. i'll show you her after um but i mean that's literally exhibit a like actually everyone's just minding their own business (laughs) literally yeah (laughs) thanks for the advice i might go to the gym cheers (laughs) in our pajamas To be fair, half the time I do look like a homeless person turning up to the gym. You look great. You have your cool, funky t-shirts and shorts. Able yeah. gym shorts. Oh, Becca's but got I the best a tracksuit and a hoodie on. Yeah, with yeah. my turtle Before bag. that, you're a roadman. <laughs> yeah, underneath. You're a roadman out of the gym. You get in the gym and it's just like... Roadman by day. Influencer. 
gym. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Becca's turtle bag is well documented. Her, your rucksack is literally the size of you. It's literally bigger than me. It carries my whole life in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also, to move away from the powerlifting and talk a little bit about your placement year, which you did mention because you were on placement when you... Um, did the Commonwealth Games, but you did a strength and conditioning placement at Hartsfordshire Uni, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, which is a prestigious sport uni, and you got to work with some cool, like, sports people, sports teams, and also, like, all different types of people. What was the experience being an S&C coach like? So, it's something that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I think just helping people in the gym... Is something I enjoy, mm-hmm. and the opportunity to work with a variety of people, I think, was probably the best part. So it wasn't just uni sport. Mm-hmm. I worked with a Paralympian; she was cool. so cool. And then a British triathlete worked with England squash, some of the netball super leagues. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, that's awesome. name drop for days. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity to work with a variety of sports, some of which I've never really had experience yeah. with, but it's learning about these new sports I think mm. was such a cool experience but it was like I talked about earlier it was one of those experiences where it was so out of my comfort zone I moved to an area where I knew no one I practically lived alone like it was just it, I, again I don't regret it mm-hmm. it was a good experience yeah but it's not always positives and yeah for sure yeah but it's like like you say getting to work with all those people and as someone who like through your whole childhood was sort of trying different sports and is so involved in sport that must have been really cool and also getting people into the gym and being able to help facilitate them being in the gym and enjoying it the way that you do must have been quite cool yeah it was because so like part of the job was also working in the public side of the gym mm-hmm. so that was good fun you'd always have you'd have some interesting questions <laughs> you'd see some interesting things like really question humans at that point but <laughs> <laughs> on the whole it was really good humanity Can you tell us any of the interesting things oh so we had this hip thrust machine yeah right but every tuesday morning when i would work the early some guy would do sit-ups on it and i don't know how <laughs> this guy would do sit-ups on it but i was like bro what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> It's six AM in the morning. You're cringing. Yeah, <laughs> that's almost impressive. We had like mm. windows looking into that gym, and I we had like this machine in front of the window that I generally would just lean on sometimes and just watch people in the gym. Yeah, and just it's like, like that zoo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, can I feed the animals? They're like pandas. <laughs> Don't tap on the glass. <laughs> For sure. But no, it was a really good experience, and. Two of my athletes are actually now in Loughborough, which is really sick. Mm-hmm. I get so to nice. see them on campus and things. That's amazing. Yeah. Hello to them if you're listening. <laughs> Be listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was a meme when someone goes, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what advice do you have for people looking to go into SNC as a career, someone like who was brand new to the job just a year ago, what would you kind of say they need to kind of take steps wise? I think it's all about experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one could have sat me down and told me, right, this is what we do in this situation, this is how you do this, this is I think it's all about just getting hands on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just remember like 
after about a week in the job, I was leading warm-ups. Mm. And then that progresses to maybe leading the first half of the session. Yeah. And then you find things that you're good at. So I was always really good at when we had the teams and athletes in the gym. But I wasn't good when we were on the court or the court-based sessions. And then, so like alongside my line manager, we decided that that was something I really needed to work on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'd come up, I do the first half of the session, he'd do the next part, i do the next part. And then gradually it ended with me taking the whole session and I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah. It's kind of, and we always used to say, it's like an act. Coaching is an act, like acting. Mm. You walk, as soon as you walk into those doors, you're putting an act on, you're putting yeah. a show on. Yep. And then, so it's just learning those skills and you can only learn them by yeah. being there and being present. Yes, it goes back to what we've kind of, we've talked about all through the episode, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being brave enough to take the first steps. And, you know, it might not go perfectly right the first time. I could talk about many mistakes, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. you learn from those mistakes. And also, you're like, okay, it wasn't that bad when I did make the mistake. I can try again. If I make a mistake again, so what? The world is still spinning and then you carry on. (laughs) Amen. Like, what is the worst thing? We're just on a floating rock, right? I mean, throwing a barbell at a kid's head, I guess, is the worst thing. (laughs) Yeah, but... I did not do that. (laughs) (laughs) I like to climb. (laughs) But no, it it was good. It sounded like you were like dropping like back around at that. That didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it worked with a lot of variety of ages as well. And yeah, I think it's all about experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's a limited amount of time that you should do it for. I think for me personally, I just know whatever I do in life, I'll always be learning. I'll probably always be finding something new or picking up something new. I think yep. that's just the type of person I am. I want to mm. do everything. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. probably about 10 jobs I could tell you I'd love to do that I won't do, but the world you could. love to dabble in everything. You I'm could. a bit of like, I want to do this, that. Yeah. A bit of everything. Mm-hmm. There's not one set kind of path I want to sure, be yeah. on. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's to say you can't do all of those jobs anyway? I mean, exactly. life is interchanging. I always think there's jobs that haven't even been published yet that's going to be on the market in a few years, you know? So just got to yeah, keep yeah. looking. I always say the job for me doesn't exist right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for all of us. Like, we don't know exactly where we're going to end you're ne- up. Because no one ever talks about, like, the niche jobs either. Yeah. You're always taught to be, like, when you're younger, you always either want to be, like, a doctor, yeah, an actor, ones. a singer, a nurse, a teacher... A mm-hmm. fireman or like a police officer, but no one talks about. The I've never heard of half the jobs. Like I'm like, oh, and through experiences you learn that. Oh, maybe I could be that. Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Like for instance, of... did your mum know that a social media manager was going to be a thing? <laughs> I don't think probably so. not. No, back yeah. in the day, like, every time yeah. I tell my did your granny... parents think you'd be podcasters? No, no. Or God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I tell my granny, I'm like, oh, I might be a social media manager. I might do social media marketing. She's like. That can't be a real job. <laughs> mm, <laughs> step outside, Grandma. <laughs> but it's like that's probably going to be us when we're older. You know, like yeah. jobs are going to keep evolving and changing, and like hopefully we can evolve and change with them. But yeah. I predicted Az's job the other day. I said she'd be empowering women in some sort of way. Oh yeah, we're mm-hmm. doing that already. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Thanks. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I think you will. We'll see you at the conference tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Me and Ads are going to a talk sport, talk sport conference, which is like jobs and sport. We're going to go talk to a producer at the BBC. 
So that's, that's so cool. fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's many different workshops that we've kind of chosen. Because the sports industry is so wide and I think there's no reason to narrow yourself just to like sports scientists or something. Oh my God, yeah. So I mean, we're going to go adventure. Even looking at like the lineup for this conference, there's like sports event management. Like how fun is that? That's so Imagine cool. Imagine organising the powerlifting commonwealth games <laughs> in new zealand like that would be so fun mm-hmm. well one of them was working for commonwealth england yeah so and so um, cool. there yeah. is an empowering women in sport speaker isn't there tomorrow yeah yeah so that'll be fun maybe um, i need to tag along yeah yeah <laughs> um we are going to round off the podcast with some would you rathers as in true going off track fashion thank you so much for talking to us as well like thank you for it's having been me on. really interesting to hear like all your experiences and your advice i'm sure it'll be very useful to future generations um and now i'm going to flick through the would you rather book of doom and ask you a would you rather <laughs> <laughs> hit me up so that's time we want to stop stop You don't look happy. <laughs> so confused. Um, okay, I'm, gonna I'm picking a new page. Okay. Because none of the words on that page made sense. Stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, would you rather be bitten by a dog or fall into a sewer? Ooh. <laughs> They're two very... Oh, there's a, there's a note here. Oh. The bite would break the skin and it would require a bandage, which would take a couple of weeks to heal. Um, you would be pulled out of the sewer straight away, but only after being fully submerged. I didn't know yeah, they would the love the detail. Would, would you rather T's and C's? <laughs> I'm That's glad, so funny. I'm glad this clarified that for me. Yeah, so <laughs> You'd be pulled out of the sewer. I'm sure that will make your decision a lot easier. That's so funny. <laughs> I feel like being bit by a dog is easy. I'm trying to think what's the Easier. easiest thing. <laughs> that takes less effort. Yeah, like, I'm you, literally like... How are you falling into a sewer anyway? Exactly. You guys weren't here. We were watching Gogglebox, and on Gogglebox, they were watching Coronation Street, and on Coronation Street, someone fell into a sewer, and it did look quite bad. He also died. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Well, I oh. would be pulled out to so yeah. the details. Yeah, but dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, okay, am I giving you one then? No, give one to Becca. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why just, yeah, this is not about us. <laughs> Stop. Sorry for shouting. Uh, would you rather be a dragon or a dragonfly? T's and C's. Though, again, the choice seems obvious. There was that proviso that dragons do not exist. So by wishing to be one, you might not no longer be alive. <laughs> Goodness gracious <laughs> That's me. That's a bit deep for a Wednesday morning. <laughs> Who allowed this to be published? <laughs> this book gets weirder and weirder every time we flick into it. I feel like a dragonfly would be so cool. Yeah, I think they've gaslit you into thinking yeah. that, though. Well, <laughs> to be fair, my original choice would be in a dragon. Because <laughs> you whales, swayed. but... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whales. <laughs> if that hasn't been mentioned already. Whales. But uh, dragonflies are very pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. hey. I think it's a win-win situation in my eyes. For sure. <laughs> right, should we do one more Would You Rather for Becca? Yeah. And yep. then yep. close off. Stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? That's sinister laugh. 
because I've been on this page before. Oh. I've actually been asked one of the questions. Oh. Um, so I'm going to ask the same one to you, even though it's quite weird. <laughs> Bear with me. Would you rather be a dung beetle and only eat dung or a burrowing owl whose main diet is dung beetles? Surely you'd want to eat the dung beetles. Well, that, that's that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the second choice. Also, yeah, owls are cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's not that hard, but it's, it's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. That is the end of episode 10. Thank Woo! you for sticking with us and listening all the way through to the end and all the way through 10 episodes, hopefully. Um, thank That's you so 10 much 10 hours again, of your life you're never going to get back, guys. Hey, it was fantastic. <laughs> so worth thank it. you to our beautiful housemate, Becca Morgan, for joining us today. Thanks fantastic episode. On. Very insightful. And we're so proud of you. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks for the support, guys. Yes. That is true. Um, also, as always, remember to follow us on Instagram and TikTok now at Going Off Track Podcast. Also, subscribe to us on Spotify and give us a five star review because why not? We had our first hate comment the other week. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah ran into my Hannah room screamed with a bead of house. sweat down her yeah. forehead. <laughs> it was really rude. He was like, never make a podcast again. Fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's just not nice <laughs> um, you know that's what that's what comes of being a such public figure trust <laughs> we are right round of applause for our wonderful guest becca <laughs> see you all next week bye, bye. bye.